Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I think it is. Tell them go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan and it's Wednesday and I'm back with another brand new fresh episode of TGIF and like always we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax and get ready for this hot ass tea. All right y'all, please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva. What's up Q? Hey Claudia. Oh, really? Whoa. Well, yeah. Sad Smurf. Uh, I, I had a friend die this morning in a car accident. So, oh my um, God, Q. You know, I don't know if I'm coming or going. Uh, rest in peace, Jay. He and he and his girlfriend were driving home from a concert in Orlando, and she fell asleep at the wheel, and he didn't have his seatbelt on, so he was ejected from the vehicle, pronounced dead on the scene. Of course, the person who causes the accident is alive and well. But I'm here. I'm making it, honey. We're going to make this show do what it do. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry, Q. I'm so sorry for your loss. And to the family of your, your friend, I'm so sorry. That's all right. Well, we appreciate you being here and powering through. We're going to hopefully we can make you feel better tonight. Thank you. I a little so. bit as much as we can. Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Where are you? <laughs> I am in uh, Mexico. I am halfway between Tulum and Cancun. And what lady are you trying to bamboozle over there to get our money? <laughs> Don't start with me. The, the scene, that's the cue I know. Welcome back, buddy. I, my my prayer is going out, though, Q. I understand you. what what you're going through. Thank you. So sorry. All right. Uh, anybody drinking tonight? Yes. I'm having a little bit of vodka and uh, orange juice. Q? No, it's, it's in my best interest not to, not tonight. I was going to say, if anybody deserves a drink, it's you. You know what I mean? To kind of take the edge off. All right. Well, I'm just drinking some water because I got on the scale the other day and I couldn't believe what the number said. I got off it, kicked it, got back on. I said, well, damn. You don't even move your scale around like it's going to be a different number. <laughs> or like if you move it on another tile. Like, let me get it balanced. Let me get it balanced. that's right. You know what? The the funny thing about aging, it's like you get away with doing what you've been doing all your life. And then one day it just stops. And it's not it's not gradual. It's abrupt Mm. where you can eat pasta. Then you can't eat pasta. You can have ice cream. Then you can't. And all of a sudden, like everything changes. So. All right. Well, let's get into some hot topics. Let's let's get in some tea. Um, Let's. all right, we have to get into the story. Rapper Young Dolph was killed in a shooting earlier today while inside a cookie bakery in Memphis, Tennessee. The rapper was known for giving back to his community by delivering turkeys on Thanksgiving to families in need. Our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with Dolph, his family, friends, and his. he was married with kids. 
So I know Memphis is going through it right now. Our very own producer Justin is from there and there's a curfew. There's retaliation shootings allegedly. And I just, Oh, I just need this to stop. Anybody got to do better. All right. Speaking of having to do better, we have updates about the drama between the baby and Danny Lee. Uh, Lay on Sunday, Lay, who was dealing with postpartum depression, was escorted out of the baby's home by police after a heated argument because the baby claimed that Danny assaulted him. He then went on live and recorded the altercation while she was breastfeeding their three month old child. But uh, Danny claims that the, the baby kicked her and their baby out of the home after an argument because she ordered the plan B pill. Now, of course, people on social media are chiming in saying that this is a prime example of why you should be careful when it comes to who you have a baby with. Uh, no one shows you this before you have. The, well, not this bad. But anyways, what are your thoughts on this story? So I'm not, I'm to understand that he's mad because she didn't want to have no more babies. Like, is that the gist of this? That's right there. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this story is so layered, right? So, so for number one, y'all already know I'm just not a baby. I'm not a fan of the baby, the baby types, anything about this. I just don't like. However, I did see something that he posted that he said he recorded this video for his protection. And I can support that in the sense that police have an implicit bias. If a woman calls the police, she could have been on beat the shit out of you. You a man, they're automatically going to assume that you were the one that did something. But what I find interesting about this story, I didn't know that Danny Lee had made this song about yellow bone, red bone, uh-huh. or whatever, and, and basically like, you know, trying to put herself on a pedestal saying basically that she was better than because she was a yellow bone and taunting the other baby mamas. And now your ass is in the same situation that those very women that you were taunting were. But I just find it a little strange, the the colorism that's going on with this story, because in my social media comments, I have seen a lot of dark skinned sisters going at this girl. Now, granted, it might be because of the song that she made, but just feeling vindicated and saying she deserves it. So there are so many stories wrapped up in this story. yeah, I'm just going to pass it back. No, I can help you out a little bit with that, Q. Listen, the reason why this, this colorism is becoming an issue is because she used to attack Mimi. And Mimi is the baby's uh, baby mom of his oldest child. Now, in this case, you're right, it is later. But I, I simply couldn't find it in my soul to feel sorry for, for Danny Lee. A karma's a bitch. Um, this is what she wanted, and this is what she got. I feel like she thought that she had something better than all the other women out there, and he quickly reminded her that, hey, you just another side, what he called a side bitch, right? That's what he called her. Do yep. you remember when she used to um, she used to taunt Mimi? Uh, Danny Lee used to taunt Mimi. In fact, Mimi even said that Danny Lee used to keep the baby from seeing her her daughter, his oldest child. So I don't know. I just say that this this is like karma is a bitch. What goes around comes around. You thought you had something better than everybody else, and he put you in check. But you know what, Q? She's going to be fine. Future going to call her next week or run in her DM. Kanye might run in her DM, too. Next thing you know, she's going to be on the red carpet with one of them and probably having a baby with one of them. I think she's going to be okay. Uh, 
I don't agree with y'all. In uh, some parts I do. Uh, I will not say this woman's innocent because she's not. And if she was, in fact, taunting the other baby mama, shame on her. That's not right either. But let's not act like this is some uh, rare thing. I blame the baby. He's the one that's in between these two women. It is his job to say to his new woman, you're going to respect my baby mama. He probably gassed her up, got her thinking she is better than the other woman, because that's what people do when they get with a new person. They trash the old person and he let it go down until it benefited him to step away from her. So that's what I think. I think he filled her head up, gave her, get her, got her gassed up so for her to even do that song. I don't think she just pulled it out of thin air. And we can vilify her and colorism is absolutely a problem. And it's never cool for the light skinned chick to think she's better than the dark skinned chick and vice versa. It ain't cool. Neither way going both east, either way, but let's not take away from the blame on the baby. Now, before we had this issue with the community, you know, people, people like, Oh, we may not cancel him. And I was even one of those people, but now we're seeing more than one time how toxic this man is. One time is a mistake. Two times a pattern. I say the hell with baby the baby, whatever. And this is also, I don't know if either of you have dated a narcissist. What he's doing is classic narcissistic behavior. They, they taunt you, turn the camera on and be like, look what she's doing to me. That's what I see from that situation. I could be wrong because I'm not in that house with them, but I totally blame the baby. When you have a baby mama and a new girl, you better keep your, your women it together. And you need to establish the boundaries and say, you're going to respect my baby mama. Just like when we break up, I'm going to make the next one respect you. That's my opinion. Okay, so help me understand this just a little bit. Let's take a little bit of deeper dive on this. Okay, so he wanted her gone. He's done with her. Regardless of what the reason is, he's done with her. What 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 is he supposed to do? Or I mean, explain to me how he's supposed to. Uh, have her removed or have her leave if he's done with her. I just, I, that's the part that I'm confused on. Well, we don't know what the real argument was. She, I mean, there's two sides of the story, right? She's saying he's mad at her because she ordered a plan B pill. And if I would, I would have had a plan B for the first kid with him. You I'm know what I mean? She needed a child support check. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Right. For all y'all silly hoes out there, y'all going to get enough of staying somewhere where y'all name ain't on shit. <laughs> okay. Baby, get the cable bill in your name, get the light bill in your name. Get something in your name so them people can't put your ass out on the street and they got to get, go get a legal eviction, okay? Like your friend can't lock the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just know that, you know, when there's, when there's relationships, what we see and what's presented, we don't know what's really being said. We don't know who's getting gas, who's being lied to, he's, who's being gaslit. They both have a, a, a part to play in this, though. Absolutely, 1,000%. Here's one thing I want to point out before we move on. The general community, y'all get so mad with the LGBT community when we make a fuss about injustices that happen to us and we blow it, blow it through the media. Women... Now's y'all chance. Yeah. But instead, y'all gonna pussy pop and buy bottles to this ignorant Negro's music. And that's why he gonna continue to be what it is. So that's why I don't be having a lot of sympathy for a lot of people when they want to come at our community because we stand up and fuss. Here's an opportunity for y'all to fuss. I agree. That. I, 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 and I'm going I'm to go on the record. I have never bought or purchased or supported anything the baby has done. I'm not a fan of his. Um, and uh, I won't be a fan moving forward. And yeah, and women, we do need to be do a better job. We we are so divisive and divided, and we will find a reason. No, well, you're different than us, so I'm not. We're not. We'll never have solidarity to fight against a toxic man like this. There's always going to be a gang of pick me's that say, "Oh, yeah, that's just her tripping." And and come over here. You need a strong black woman, or it's, maybe it was her. 
we we don't you're right we don't galvanize like y'all we don't get together and we don't we're not unified against the toxic male we're not so, so that's our bad and ladies this is a t- we, let's let's stop being like this anyways moving on um da- people on social media okay Danny Lee's brother uh, took to Instagram to share how he felt about the baby. I know this is kind of long. We're taking with him. And hopefully after this, we don't have to talk about him anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm actually sick of this Negro. Um, <laughs> he uh, took to Instagram to talk about how he felt about the baby humiliating his sister. He threatened to fight the rapper when he goes to the West Coast. Take a look at what he said. Coast, bro, which I know you be out here. We're going to catch this one-on-one fade, bro. You know what I'm saying? One-on-one fade to see what happens between me and you. I want to see how much of a gangster you are. Well, okay, brother has spoken. Now, uh, a lot of celebs have commented on the baby drama, the drama. And uh, Erica Mena seemingly responded to the baby statement on her Instagram story. She said, quote, men trap women with babies too. stay woke, especially because they know she simply cannot walk away from parenting like he can. Lou Duvall responded to the scenario and said, women say men trap them with babies, but get mad if you keep wanting to wear a condom. You know what? This is so damn ignorant. And it, first of all, Erica Mena need to shut her damn mouth. She had no business inserting herself in these people's business. Her and Safari got enough going on. And that's what she's doing. She's projecting because, I mean, it's the same toxic situation that she and Safari is in. She had two babies from that corny ass Negro for <laughs> check. And that check ended up being a trap. Because now she home with them two damn infants and she can't Tootsie Roll and do club appearances while he's all in Miami and Jamaica wearing them tacky ass fashions and fur coats and shit in the summertime. And now she home going through postpartum with two babies and she miserable. But it does go both ways. You're going to pay on the front end or the back end, but you're going to pay. You wanted the check, you got the task. And I don't even think Safari got no check. He been spent the Nicki Minaj little money. <laughs> you always think it's somebody taking it. It's and, a woman's money. Mona, we all, and I love Mona Scott Young to death. Mona gave me my first TV job, but Mona don't pay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh she paid me kind of good, but okay. Oh, moving we on. <laughs> In other news, defense attorney Kevin Goff, who uh, represents one of the suspects responsible for the Ahmaud Arbery death. Oh, you know what? Let's get into this after commercial because we got to do a deep dive into this. We'll be right back with more TJF when we come back. Welcome back to TGIF. We are back with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Now let's get back to the topics. Now, um, before we went to break, I decided to tease this. Uh, defense attorney Kevin Goff, who represents one of the suspects responsible for Ahmaud Arbery's death, requested that Jesse Jackson be removed from the courtroom. Jackson was there to support Arbery and his Arbery's family. And Goff argued that Jackson's presence was a distraction, although nobody was making a big deal out of it except him. Goff also requested a mistrial over emotional outbursts made by Ahmaud Arbery's mother, which pretty much equated to her whimpering. Uh, let's take a look at what Goff had to say. Admit, with all respect to the Reverend Jesse Jackson, that this is no different than bringing in police officers or uniformed prison guards in a small town where a young black man has been accused of assaulting a law enforcement officer or corrections officer. Man. What are your thoughts on this F-boy's uh, actions, what he said? I'm so sick of him. I know this is going to sound real ignorant, what's about to come out my mouth, 
But if racism had to look like somebody, it would look like that judge. Like that judge looks like the mascot for all things racist. The lawyer, the lawyer, not the judge. No, the the damn judge. (laughs) Oh, really? Because he's pretty cool, though. I know what I said. Okay, go ahead. And that lawyer, he is focused on everything except the facts of that damn case. Jesse Jackson ain't even got no wind beneath his wing, okay? (laughs) Jesse Jackson. First of all, wait, wait. Who the hell picked that picture? (laughs) Jesse Jackson. Y'all tried it. God tried it on that picture. Jesse Jackson is on his way up out of here, and you worried about damn Jesse Jackson? Like, you can tell that this man knows that his case ain't going nowhere because you should be focused on the facts, especially if they ain't in there singing Sweet Low, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, or We Shall Overcome. Leave them damn people alone and focus on the facts of the case. And I got to say, um, this judge, though, is the exact opposite of the yeah, judge in Kenosha. Like, this judge has been checking the hell out of him. And he may look like racism, but he's actually oh, you know a what? really good I take judge. that back. <laughs> Hold on. I try to save you, Q. No, save- I was talking about Kenosha. See, the, the problem is y'all killing too many damn black people. And I can't keep up with all the damn cases. I thought that was Kenosha. <laughs> no, no, Ahmad Arbery. So yeah, Ahmad Arbery's judge is actually handling the case. Can y'all stop killing us so I can cannot be so confused can about the, 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 if it's Judge Judy, Judge Wapner, Judge? Okay, it's Claudia. Claudia, that's my first is, statement. Right, We're gonna Claudia. give you a break today, Q. You go. You know, right. you got a hard day. It's all good. We all mess up. I'm gonna give you my brain pills. Go ahead, Al. This is crazy. This is crazy. This defense attorney is crazy. He's bold. And everybody knows that this is called a distraction tactic. Just like Jesse Jackson said, they're looking for a diversion and they're not going to get it. The sad part is it's not just Jesse Jackson <laughs> that he spoke against. It's, 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 they said all black pastors. They don't want no black pastors. He said, I don't want any more black pastors. But you want to know what? It's great to see Reverend Jesse Jackson out of the hospital and back on the pavement because this is what he does and this is what he does right. We really, honestly, I know that y'all keep joking on Jesse Jackson, but we need to honor this man and give him all his flowers every time we can because it's moments like this that he shows up and he makes a difference in the narrative. And I and, and Claudia, like you said, that judge even said that he didn't even know Jesse Jackson was in the room. In and in the fact, because he didn't know he was in the room, he clearly didn't serve as a distraction. This and is Jesse Jackson. I want to see. Right, I want to see Creflo get on his plane and come up. I need right. Jamal Bryant up there. I they need did. Eddie Long to come back from the dead. I need need Bernice King to take her dyking ass up there. I need everybody to go up. Well, listen, Q, we do know that uh, Martin Luther King III came. We do know that Jamal Bryant came. We do know that all the influential mega church pastors have shown up for this young man. And I I believe that we got all eyes on them. And I'm hoping at minimum we're going to get justice. This judge seems like he's pointing in the right direction. So I have a lot of favor in this. I think they said, what, 250 black pastors are scheduled to go down there and just run run up on it? Tomorrow. That's right. And, and y'all know it'll be real nasty. Baby, it'll be so nasty if Oprah and Felicia Rashad go up to that thing. <laughs> Baby, that would just be black woman magic personified. Just head just rolled to the gods, just sitting up there, honey. And Michelle Obama, they should take a road trip. 
Michelle Obama, Felicia Rashad, and Oprah. It's just sitting in the bike. You know, they want to, they talk about a distraction. You ain't seen a distraction just yet. Now, Phoenix right. in the comments says they want a room full of white men. Let's be real. Had nothing to do with black pastors. I think seeing Jesse Jackson is such a prominent figure that has, this has been his life, life's work. It, right. it lends, it makes it, it gives the case more weight, the importance of it. So him being there, it's making that defense attorney feel like, oh, damn. But yeah, you, you have a horrible case. And they show the T-shirt that Armand Arbery was wearing when he was shot, five-inch wide entry wound, bullet hole, into this man. They said there was nothing that could be done. The medics could not have saved this man no matter what. But it's you an- know what the best part, Claudia, was you remember when, oh, when uh, Whoopi Goldberg was reading about this update and she was saying, well, as she was introducing the segment, she said they had in the script to say allegedly killed. And she said, you know what? This ain't alleged. We saw those we saw those three defendants kill that black man. It's not a legend. We all witnessed it. I love how she stood up and and the way that she's a social activist. Just just you need to add Whoopi Goldberg with with Oprah. And they're gonna have to get a van from Hertz because all all of them can't get in the car. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna move on. We have an update on the Conrad <laughs> House trial. You are not not today. Not me. You ain't bringing me to the your cesspool. Oh my god. <laughs> this is Uncle Joe. Anyways, 18 year old Kyle Rittenhouse was allowed. A whole band full of lesbians. Oprah, Gail, Whoopi, just all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't suck Michelle in that mess. <laughs> Maya Angelou started this shit. Go ahead, Claudia. <laughs> Thank you. 18 year old Rittenhouse was allowed. By Judge Bruce Schroeder to choose the final 12 jurors to deliberate oh his case. God. Rittenhouse's attorneys put slips of paper in a raffle drum and oh. Kyle pulled the pieces of paper out from the drum to determine the final jury. Um, supposedly this judge does this for people that are facing over 20 years in prison. Everything that's weird and odd to us that we're like, wait a minute, what? They're like, oh, he usually does this. But what do y'all think about this, the paper thing? And also how close, like the proximity this judge has been. Like you would never do that around a, a, a murder suspect. He's showing the jury that he's not a threat, I think. What do y'all think about this? I um, honestly wish the level of compassion that this judge has for Kyle, that all human beings have for all of humanity. Um, that, that, that's the only way I can frame this to not get upset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just very upsetting down to a- everything about this judge's energy reeks of I support Kyle Rittenhouse and why he was there. I'm not down with BLM. I'm down with Donald Trump. That's right. um, and, 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 and Kyle is a hero and he probably should have stormed the Capitol. Like this judge is giving mm-hmm. me all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. You know what? I I agree with you, Q. This lets you know why Donald Trump was elected president. This is a prime example of the individuals that support not only him, but the narrative that he has around African-Americans or just around the Black Lives Movement in general. This is disgusting. This trial is a joke at this point. And I got to tell you, between the raffle box and the bad acting, I think they need to mistrial this whole thing and move it to a whole different jurisdiction. I just I need to see more sensible 
judges, more sensible attorneys handling this particular case right here. Now, earlier today, this is the best part. Now, earlier today, everybody, a couple of hours ago, we found out that two jury members are holding out and they are not going to acquit this young man because they're concerned about their lives. So I think we're probably going to get a mistrial anyway. Well, the, the, the judge wants a mistrial. Uh, there was some video that, that they, the defense, I'm sorry, the prosecution turned in kind of late. And uh-huh. it was a high definition version of the drone video that showed the drone video that Kyle started. was not pointing the gun down. He was actually pointing it at the man that he kills. And it makes it, and the jury asked to see that again. So the, the judge has signaled so many times that he threatened a mistrial. He's doing whatever he can do to get this guy off. And he's probably going to have his way. You know? you know what scares me about this case, too? I looked at the testimony of the third person that he shot, the guy that was, that got shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. And the narrative is Kyle was not bothering you. You chased behind him. Not until you drew your gun did he fire at you in self-defense. And I'm scared that they're going to take that small portion of the story and try to make it the entire story. The funny uh-huh. thing is, though, of all the, the all the violence and drama that was happening that night and Kyle went down there to protect a business that cars had already been removed. There was no need to protect that business. The only people that were shot that night were at the hands of Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. So you, so you went down there. You look for trouble. You effed around and found out. Unfortunately, because of the judge and the luck of the draw, the unluck of the draw. He will be getting off. I'm pre- I'll be surprised. Yeah, but, Claudia, dig that all the way down. He also shared that he was a paramedic. He was supposed to be there to yeah. help anybody was injured. But after he shot the people, he didn't help the people. <laughs> I do you one better if you really want to laugh. Uh, why do people say his fat ass made me 38? <laughs> she, oh, my God. I meant to post that. First of all, she aged like organic bananas looking extremely <laughs> old. <laughs> How is his mother 38? That's that evil coming at them pores. That's them, right. that's them damn new ports in that natty light, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do y'all think about? We, we'll use, use these last couple of minutes to just talk about this. What do y'all think about the fact that it's on day two and the jury seems to be going through this frame by frame? Usually it's good news that the jury comes back quickly. So what do you think? Do you th- uh, uh, what do you think the verdict might be? I think... Um, I mean, this is this is America. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think there's going to be some hanky panky. Um, I definitely think that if it was if it was a slam dunk case, we would have had a verdict already. Um, I definitely think that that Kyle Wittenhouse has done a very good job. Listen, we are dealing with a lot of white lash. Okay, white folks are still mad about Barack Obama being elected president. They are still mad about Black Lives Matter so on and so forth. And it's the cognitive dissonance for me. I believe that there are people on that jury who, despite the evidence, just the hate alone will, will, will allow them to make this thing not go the way it needs to go so they can get something off the chest. I agree. And unfortunately, I have to admit, I kind of feel it's like almost payback for how we were yeah. when O.J. Simpson got off. And yeah. the O.J. jury, we were like, yeah, we know, but... Mm. Yeah, but but you know this. <sighs> we're just gonna I keep mean, going I back and forth. The, the only saving grace for us is, despite the fact that it was fueled by black hate, and I don't want—I I don't mean this to sound the way it's going to sound. 
I'm just glad it wasn't us, the lives of people that look like us that were taken. So that, that, that's the only, if we have to find a silver lining in all of this, you know, we can dump it in a bucket called white people problems and let them handle it, you know? Yeah, it just always, just always makes me think about the inequalities and how they would be doing an 18-year-old black kid that had an assault oh, right now. There wouldn't even be a trial because he'd be in the ground right now. So let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF uh, Soulmates. I see y'all in the chat on YouTube talking about poor Kyle Rittenhouse's mama, how, how, all, the th- how all the ways y'all saying she's aging and all the things you're saying she's consuming. Um, put some cigarettes in the in the in the chat if you think it's too much cigarette smoke. Put some cigarette smoke in there so you can tell me what you think about our aging. All right, y'all. Uh, look, I'm constantly looking for ways to cut expenses. So when I add up what I pay every month for cable plus a couple premium channels on top of what I pay for on-demand streaming service, I was pretty shocked. Now I want to trim my TV and streaming budget, but that would mean giving up a lot of a lot of shows, channels, and movies that I love. Right? Nope. Not with Philo. Philo was created by TV lovers for TV lovers. Here's what I get for just $25 a month. Now you get over 60 premium channels, a massive on-demand library of top tier beloved shows and movies that I want to watch. I can watch them anytime I want. Unlimited unlimited DVR, the best and biggest in the industry that uh, lets me save shows for up to a whole year. Now I can stream Philo uh, on up to three devices at the same time. Philo is super easy to set up with and has no contracts. And add up what you're paying for TV and streaming. Well, Philo gives me a better choice. Gives me a terrific TV experience for just $25 a month. Now, the folks at Philo told me I could offer you guys a special deal to try Philo. And of course, uh, I got y'all. So you get 25% off your first two months. Go to philo.tv slash T. That's philo.tv slash T to get that discount because you are a soulmate and a supporter of us. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more show, more hot topics and more fun and more tea right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I see all the cigarette smoke y'all done put up in the chat. (laughs) Y'all are so funny in the chat. Okay, speaking of funny, let's get into the story um, about a hooker. (laughs) A 76-year-old woman from Nevada has retired from being a sex worker after 54 years on the job. Who's paying for that amount? Who, who's, pay, who's paying for that titty? Look, she looks like a sheep. Anyways, when she started working as a prostitute, Beatrice, that's an old hoe name. That's an old 1920s hoe. Uh, Beatrice Thompson only charged $3 for her services. <laughs> When Thompson was asked to reflect on her career, she said, when I was younger, I could satisfy 50 to 100 men per day. I decided I'd reach half a million before retiring. Well, she claims that four of her 500,000 clients were United States presidents. What are your thoughts on Ms. Thompson finally ending her career? And how do you get that much in in one day? I'm one of the most sex positive people you ever meet. Okay. Uh huh. But is this okay? <laughs> like, just is this okay? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to go where I'm about to go, so I'm not gonna go. Oh, no! 
Go. No, you better go. Hey, no, 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 take no, one no. for the team. Remember? Right, take one this, for the this, team. This, this is just not okay. And she looked like one of them buns from Seven Eleven. You know when you go get the hot dogs with the buns be already up under there. Who, who, who is screwing Beatrice? Who was screwing Beatrice then and screwing Beatrice now? Well, three dollars a, a a shot. It's 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 um. It's a bargain. Economical. <laughs> Economical. Affordable. I bet that thing ain't got no grip on it. It can't. No tread. It can't. Used, abused, has been, washed up, all of that. You know, Claudia, I want to see, I want to see what Miss Beatrice looked like back in the day. Like to pull four presidents, to turn 50 tricks in a day. I, I I really I really need to see what she used to look like back in the day because right now I don't know I don't know even on a discount if I would want to experience Miss Beatrice. But you know what? Let's find a positive in this. It's a good thing that the you're supposed to love your job, right? You're supposed to show up every day happy doing what you do for work. And it seems like she definitely enjoyed her job, to be honest with you. And look, after 53 years, I bet you that woman does know a few tricks or tips that she can share with everybody. She needs to write a book. But what yeah. good have known the tricks if you, like Keith said, there's no tread left on that thing. Those are some ball tires. <laughs> now that being <laughs> older, now that she's older, I want to know what church committee they're going to let her join. <laughs> Hospitality. <laughs> but when you're doing 50 to 100 guys a day, what is that breath smelling like at number 35? <laughs> and you know what? I hate to blame everything on mental illness. But that got to be mental illness for you to be that infatuated with sex to do that many a day. That's a lot of sex. Well, maybe she's making a lot of good money. You know, money make people do crazy. Do you, do you even have enough hormones inside you to keep you that hot, hot, keep you hot long enough to do 50 men in a day? But how swollen is your puss? Like, <laughs> I don't been with a boyfriend where we did a couple times and it gets swollen. Like, it hurts to go in. Like, you, it's like ice, please. 50, and they ain't being gentle with that. That's a hooker. But listen, I think it's probably, she probably, you know. A lot of head. The, according to the details, she did hand jobs. She did, you know, oral. Not all of it was, you know. But even if you're doing a third, that's 15 to 20 a day that's listen mama need a uterus transplant <laughs> i'm pretty sure beatrice is in a walker a wheelchair and a damn scooter and i'm just curious to know can you collect social security from this type of work hmm yeah because you can because they're paying taxes out there in Nevada, huh? right well she's in she's 70 something so she met the cutoff she didn't necessarily have to put into the system so after a certain age she can get medicaid and I hate to be ageist, but who want Gotta that care. old cat? Who want that old beaver? Well, speaking of young beaver, according to a report, People Magazine, Portia Williams uh, had her own creepy encounter with, listen, that's the only way I can make this segue without being right. extra shady. I, I don't want to, listen, I'm doing the best I could do, y'all, before y'all come for me. Okay, it's right here in the script. 
It's right here. Okay. Portia uh, said, you know, she's coming clean about a, an encounter she had with R. Kelly. She said a friend of Kelly's connected them in t- 2007 when she was uh, 25. At the time, she flew to Chicago to link with R. Kelly to work on her music. You know, Portia's a singer. Um, she said she was anticipating going to a studio, but was taken to his house instead where she was asked to get naked. Now, per the report, Williams saw Kelly two more times and says in her new book that she encountered several young women who were also staying at his home. Portia decided not to see him again after she woke up one day and heard a woman being beaten in another room. What do you think about Portia's encounters with R. Kelly? So first and foremost, you were asked to get naked, but did you oblige? Don't skip over that part. And secondly, you left his home when you heard that lady in that room get beaten, but you didn't leave Simon home when you heard his wife in that other damn room. Portia, please, you should have took this damn story to the grave. You, you, you wait till now to come out with this. This just, I don't understand why people release business that does not support a positive narrative. Like people already think certain things of you, Portia, whether they may be true, false, or indifferent. Why add to it? So, Claudia, my, this is my question with Portia. She was 25. Wasn't she married to Cardell when she was 25? Now, I'm just trying to do the math right now. And then let's be very clear. According to the book, this was she went there three times. And in the third time, she said she was awakened. That means you slept there. That means you slept there. You were awakened. You slept there. So in your three visits, it almost sounded like you were a part of the harem. Child, let us, she probably was. That's Beatrice's daughter. <laughs> you know what? I'm sitting here biting my tongue because I'm afraid what the people are going to say. But F that. This is my job. My job is to speak on hot topics. So I'm going to do my job. It's nothing personal. All right. The first time he asked her to get naked. That is very inappropriate. You're a 25-year-old woman. You were married, I think, at the time. Or at the very least, R. Kelly was married at the time. All right. That's red flag number one. Red flag number two, you went back two more times. You spent the night. You heard a woman getting beaten. And we've never heard this before. Now, I don't think anyone should be forced to tell their story before their time. I don't. I think you can tell your story when you feel like it. But in this regard, I wish there was a happier ending. Like, a, you know, I heard this and I, I spoke up or I, 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 I went to call the police. Where was were the police? Like. And I guess we have to get a book and that's the point of this to talk about it. So we can get the book. It's probably promotion, but like, w- I hope you call the police when you heard another woman or a young girl, underage girl, like you're saying, getting beaten in a room next door. That to me um, was, is, is bothersome. I was going to sit here and not say anything out of fear with the blogs and all of whatever the young know, clip it and put this part out that I have a thing for her. I don't, it's the news I'm reporting it, but that is problematic to hear another woman that could have been you getting beaten and you would like someone else to call the police for you, correct? Well, listen, my whole thing is too, don't tell half the damn story. That's right. You was asked to take your clothes off. Did you oblige? <laughs> and when you went riding there the second and the third time, third. you asked to take your clothes off. And when you woke up because you heard somebody being beat, was your clothes on? Or better yet, let's just ask the question that we all want to know. Did you screw R. Kelly? All right. And I may have been wrong. I'm not sure if she was married at the time, but we damn sure know R. Kelly was married at the time. Right. But I mean, she was 25. 
Well, maybe. Okay, we got to Some, find out. We got somebody check fact out, check, check me real math. quick. We got to check out math real quick on that one. Hey, quiet as this kept Porsche had no business flying to no damn uh, Chicago to do no damn music. You know, her voice good for a little yang 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 around the house, but it ain't it ain't even uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. I didn't that's what, that should have been the first clue right that should have been the first clue right there right i didn't know she was pursuing a singing career she didn't either back then <laughs> i mean why are you bullshitting i was in a singing group can i sing hell no but i know better if someone took me in the studio and said i want to work with you i'm gonna look at you like you trying to f because i can't sing i, I know say- I was in Candy's play, A Mother's Love with Portia, and she did have a singing role, and she can hold a tune. Yes. She could do a little yang, 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 round the house, but in terms of like singing his eyes on the sparrow at the repast, she's not that girl. Gotcha. Well, I hope there's uh, I hope there's more to this. And, you know, again, we're getting an excerpt. We're not getting the whole story. So I hope there's a happier or better ending to this. And we don't have the whole story because if, to just say you, Heard someone get beat down and you didn't do anything about it. That's not a good look, uh, Portia. It's not. All right. We are going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. And I'll see you on the blogs when y'all going to make it seem personal. Uh-huh. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Little Nas X is now a GQ cover model. The Grammy winner was one of three men to be featured on the magazine's Men of the Year covers. GQ named Little Nas X Musician of the Year. Now, in his feature, Little Nas X uh, talked about coming out as gay in 2019 and how rap music is evolving. Nas also talked about the baby's hyper-masculine tendencies and past comments about the community that caused him to be canceled. He said, I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for the baby. I hope he grows from it. What do y'all think about his comments about the baby? Actually, who I don't care about his comments about the baby because wow. we spent way too much time on that Negro. What do you think about Lil Nas X being one of GQ's men of the year? I'm happy for him. Congrats. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm over Lil Nas X. I'm over Lizzo. I'm over the baby. I'm, o- I'm over Kid Cudi in these wedding dresses. I'm over Billy Porter in these Met Gala dresses. Congratulations. Claudia, would we have ever thought that we heard this coming out of Q's mouth? I will say this, Q. This is what you've taught me. It's great to see a young, gay, black boy man being honored in a white, heterosexual, traditional uh, magazine. Now, we know that we got to be honest. GQ is huge. Now, the only thing that I, I wonder about is when is a black publication going to honor little Nas X. Essence, Ebony, Jet, Black Enterprise, where y'all at? They had a this on them. They still around. They're online. I don't know. But he, he might could get a jet back there with the um <laughs> beauty of the week. The jet beauty of the week. And what was the fashion fair? All the dresses <laughs> and stuff he be wearing. He could do some some of the fashion fair. You know I miss Jet Magazine. That's what that's when being black was the thing to be. Yeah, you right. know, just a good old Jet Magazine and a cold Pepsi Cola. That's just, that's just. You remember the beauty of the week where women who age forty three those are their real bodies. Page forty three, right. they're their real bodies. Yeah, I was back in nineteen ninety seven. I think ninety eight. L- Lamont Mclemore, I think, it was the photographer that did everyone's pictures. And he was such a he did he was legendary in the game. Wow. Like, 
So Congratulations, yeah. Audience. Thank you. You know, I, I'm with you uh, on little Nas X. Like he's being at this point, he's being shoved down, not only our throats, in our ears, up our butts. Like it's too much. Uh, it's, we get, it's, 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 he's overexposed. It's overexposed. Right. Exactly. And, and, and I don't want this to come off like a negative. I'm not, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm just bored. Yeah. Can we see someone else too? Okay. Uh, moving on. A rather entertaining exchange uh, on podcast Laura Ingram's Fox News show that went viral has been called a setup by one of its participants. Ingram, who I cannot stand, and Raymond Arroyo, a regular contributor to the show, were discussing the public appetite for what they describe as woke TV. They love throwing that in our face. Uh, as an example, Arroyo brought up an episode of Netflix thriller, You, in which uh, Laura kind of got confused. Let's take a look. An episode of uh, You, where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is, the, is the Raymond even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. was on you. We never did a... And Al, it, it actually goes on for like another 30 oh, seconds. Oh, it does? Like that it is goes, hilarious. And she is so baffled. And I don't understand why he didn't take a beat and say, it's a Netflix show called You. She Got was so it. confused. And it, 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 it that was actually a good Fox TV moment that I actually was able to appreciate. It, it was funny. It was. She's awful, though. That's the first time she came off human and not as an evil robot drone. Like, she always comes off so stone-faced, mean, negative, cunty. And that's the best she's ever come across, actually. They should probably do more practical jokes with her. I've added her several times on Twitter. I'm definitely a Laura Ingram troll. All right, y'all. Um, speak of, I don't have a transition for this one. Let's just get into this. Vocalist Sophia Urista of the New York band Brass brass against uh urinated on a fan in the middle of a performance Eurista says she had to urinate several times during her band set no one wanted to listen to her so she found a volunteer in the audience to serve as her own personal toilet she pulled down her pants and urinated on his face while she continued to sing later her band released a statement saying sophia got carried away that's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again at her show, at our shows. Who is crazier, y'all? Uh, the singer that did the pee or the volunteer who was a peer or PE? And when I looked at it, it looked like parts of it, he had his mouth open. Oh. This is just this is just nasty. Oh. Um, I know the health department ain't got nothing to do with music, but the health department need to shut their music down. That is nasty. It's it's, it's we living in COVID. Um, she looked full of yeast. Okay, uh, she looked a little yeasty. Wait, okay? how and does one look full of yeast? How, how does somebody look full of yeast? She looked a little yeasty. Look at her. And 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 the thing about it is, it was a lot of pee. And that bitch was drinking vodka before she went on stage because it was a lot of pee. She says she had to go. You on your way too long. You gotta go for like, that stream. Be like two three minutes long. That's nasty. Al. No, that was gross. I'm sorry, that was gross. That was gross. And the funny part was she straddled him. She started at his feet and worked her way up. To she his face. His, 
Right. She wasn't going to piss down, you know, on his body anywhere. She went straight to his face and let it all out. No, that was gross. I mean, listen, I don't peed in some weird places before. I don't understand why she didn't just run to the side of the stage and pee on the damn stairs. Like you she didn't pooped, have to You pooped behind a dumpster, brother. <laughs> Baby, no, you, see, I'm going to stop telling y'all bitches my business. Okay? But when you, you got to go, you got to go. Brother. What you mean? <laughs> well, I, well, well, After and, you and, came and, out the sex shop, brother. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I didn't poop on somebody. <laughs> At least I had enough decency to poop behind the dumpster. <laughs> oh my God. What's wrong with people nowadays? Oh, is it a race to the bottom to see? Like, no one has class. Everyone's just like, eh, so what? Like, why is our band making a statement about it kind of seeming regretful? And this dirty heifer isn't saying anything about it. Well, it's funny. We, we, we now, we live in this microwave popcorn music atmosphere where everything is a gimmick. All right. So uh, Lizzo don't stole the twerking and the being naked and Billy Porter and, 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 and Lil Nas X got all the dresses. They got Vera Wayne backed up from now to 2027. All the dresses on back order. So the only thing left to do is pee on people. And y'all don't start this shit. Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake. Jennifer Lopez. Don't y'all start peeing on people. <laughs> don't, I think I think not to say there's less talent now, but I think. You don't have to have make have a lot of talent to to be notorious and be famous, right? You can just do stuff like this. And now I've never heard of this woman, and now I've heard of her. Well, here's what it is: people don't want to pay that ten percent to their publicist. Your manager getting ten percent, uh-huh. your agent getting ten percent, your publicist getting another ten. They trying to say that ten, so she said, "Forget it. I'm gonna create our own PR," and that's exactly what she did. Because I actually am curious now to know what she sings. Mm. All right. Well, before we go. Uh, again, these transitions have been very difficult for me tonight because I don't even know how to connect that pissy story with our very own Funky Dineva posted something <laughs> interesting on social media. Funky Row, I stopped beefing with people when I realized they felt being they felt important being an enemy. What's the tea behind that quote? So y'all already know. Y'all already know it's a couple out there. It's a couple people out there just for years. Oh, yeah. Continue to make YouTube videos about me and blog posts about me and whatever, whatever. And then I and then a light bulb just just went off one day that said if they can't have you in love, they'll have you in hate. They just want to be connected to you somehow. And, you know, there are there is a group of people out there who feel important being your nemesis. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, 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 the so the, the 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 meaning behind that post is just. I just pay them dust and give them nothing. You get nothing from me. It's sad that you think that 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 would make them go away. But we we have a similar situation. And it's just like, when are you going to get exhausted? Like, how do you go three, four, five, six years on a one sided beef? It's mental illness. This is what I've said to both of you on camera. I'm saying it now off camera. I've told you both. You guys are a great target. Like you're both super talented, you do, and you stand in your lane in such an exceptional way. If I was trying to come up, I, I mean, I would pick a little fight with the two of you too, because I know A is going to get picked up, and I know a lot of people are going to pay attention. Like lawyers, like like Q says on this show all the time, he can't be mad when lawyers do what they're supposed to do, even if it's not in favor. And it may not be in favor, and because you're the back that they're riding, it don't feel right. But look at you, the two of you are amazing. 
The two mm-hmm. of you are talented. The two of you make me laugh every day on this show. And the three of us got to go. We got to go, Al. Oh, Sorry. Damn, we got nine go. seconds. Y'all left. see how they do me? Y'all see how they do you me? You got the same clock that we got. Fine. Bye, y'all. Watch the Black <laughs> Report up next. We'll see y'all on, on Friday. Bye. I don't see you, so